Hello, welcome to Wide Left Sports. Today I am joined by former senior high and former MSUB basketball player Danny Desson. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, Mitch. How are you doing? I'm doing really good, really good. So the Desson last name is um, kind of synonymous with filling sports as you know I got you mixed up with your brother on accident. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine. You're not the first one. <laughs> so talk to me about that. You know, growing up in a sports family, what was that like for you? Uh, well, I'm the youngest of six, and all of my siblings, including myself, played college sport. And it was a, a variety of them, too. So um, needless to say, I was dragged along to a lot of sports events, a lot of tournaments. Uh, and, you know, I didn't know any better when I was a kid, but obviously it became ingrained in what I do and um, who I am, you know, to a healthy point. But uh, it, re it, it gave us, gave us all in my family, a lot of, a lot of social activity. It gave us uh, an opportunity to learn values. It was absolutely uh, the most, you know, one of the most important things in my life for a long period of time. So that's why I wanted to continue doing it as I got older. Excuse me, for sure. So um, you were a star basketball player at senior high. Talk to me a little bit about that, what it meant to play at senior high. You know, that's a historical school and a good basketball program. So just talk to me about what it was like to play for senior high and be such a good player for them. So you mentioned my brother. And yes. <laughs> when I, I really started paying attention to high school basketball when he goes and starts playing as a freshman at senior. And, um, you know, they weren't amazing as a team, but I obviously looked up to him very much. And then that was coach Sturgar, Jim Sturgar's first year at senior fast forward to his ninth year at senior, which was his last year and which was my last year. So for nine years straight, I had been a part of the program, a ball boy into a player. My two brothers had gone before me playing for him. So there was a lot of, uh, excitement for me to be a part of that and to be in that kind of program um, and be, you know, I always wanted to be a big part of it. And of course we were little, we were, I was six, two, I, and I'm, I'm six, two now, but I was the uh, probably one of the tallest guys on the team, if not the tallest guy on the team, double a basketball that doesn't work out very well. Right. When you have that lack of size. But we were scrappy. Uh, we won some some good games in my career. When I was a junior, we took third, which was a big big accomplishment for us. And um, you know, when we were picked, I think to be either last or second to last in our conference, which means one of the last teams in the state, we played pretty well. Played to our potential, maybe beyond our potential a little bit. And um, so that whole experience at senior high was very very positive for me and I wanted to continue basketball after that I knew it from you know my freshman year of high school that that's what I wanted to do that's awesome so you obviously had the want to play college basketball and you did achieve that but when did you know that that was going to be something that was achievable for you and you know what ultimately I know right out of high school you chose to go to Bozeman mm -hmm. um so what made you choose to be a Bobcat for the year that you were? Well, uh, my brother Mark played football there for a while. I'd been around the Bobcats. Uh, I, I I wouldn't say that 
I for sure knew it was going to be a part of my my college experience. I really wanted it to be. Uh, and I was lucky enough. It was in my senior year, after my senior year, um, that I really narrowed down to go to Bozeman. I, I was a preferred walk-on. I wasn't uh, a scholarship player or anything. I just wanted a chance, you know. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, the year there was very good as well. I got to be ingrained in, in Bobcat athletics, which is even crazier now. They're, they're, they're so much better now than they were when I was around at, at all sports really. And uh, well, football was really good too at that time, <laughs> but um, you know, it was, it was a dream for me to be in it for that period of time when, but eventually I knew I wasn't quite a fit and uh, I probably wasn't going to play. So I decided elsewhere awesome and then you decided to land it on your hometown team the msub yellow jackets so yeah what was it like to be able to play you know in your hometown and be able to play for the yellow jackets so i got to move home which was big for me i even being two hours away i was pretty homesick to be honest with you and um my wife and i we we were we met at senior when I was in, playing high school basketball, right? We go to Bozeman together. She comes back to MSUB with me too. And <laughs> we've been together ever since. And we have three kids now. So that that whole part of it is obviously uh everything was was went as it was meant to be. Let's put it For that sure. way. And um playing at MSUB was fun because I was a ball boy back when Coach Kars was coaching early 2000s I got to watch great players like you know uh Marcus Halgrimson and who I looked up to and, and Cameron Munoz and there was plenty of good players that came through at the time and they, they were good teams and so I got to watch all those those guys play um I love to see the gym full for at that period of time I hope we can get back there at some point with MSUB uh you know to that level of excitement for the team and I think that's the community needs needs to get behind that, For but sure. it was a lot of fun to come back and play in front of the people that I was used to playing in front of, you know, my, my uh, previous coaches, some friends, my family, they get to come to every home game. It was, it was pretty fun uh, to do that kind of thing. For sure. So you spent three years playing for MSUB. What was your um, favorite memory as a yellow jacket playing? Man, <clears throat> um, you know, I had a lot of ups and downs, to be honest with you. Uh, we'll start with the, the downs, I guess, first. The, and this is a big reason why I'm doing what I'm doing now, which we'll talk about later. Yes. But um, I, wa- I came in and I was basically, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm 6'2". I guarded taller guys, bigger guys when I was in high school. I'm not a terribly quick person by any means. And uh, I had a difficult time probably defensively, quickness-wise, ball handling-wise. I just hadn't had that part of my game developed to the level that it should have been mm-hmm. to be a guard in, at, at a D2 school, especially not at a D1 school. And so uh, I could shoot, though. And that was that was probably the strongest part of my game. So I shot a lot of threes at MSUB. And um, had some fun experiences 
you know, my favorite was probably, I like playing Rocky. Yeah. I like playing yeah. Rocky. I like playing at home against Rocky. For some reason, I feel like I play my best against Rocky. But that's not to say we won some pretty good conference games. You know, we beat some really good teams, uh, Seattle Pacific. We beat uh, at Seattle Pacific, which I think was, you know, the first time in a long time that that had happened. Um, we had some really, you know, big overtime games at home that were fun. But, you know, um, I like I like playing at home more because I have I had family at home. Right. More so, a lot of other guys on the team. Those are probably my favorite memories. Let, having my uh, having my family and my girlfriend, now wife, be able to watch me. That was that was my favorite. That's awesome for sure. So, um, you know, now you've moved on to a role with the Yellow Jackets and with the athletic department. So, tell me a little bit about how that came to fruition and what your role is, and just a little bit about that. Okay. Well, this is a this is a long story that I'm gonna to try to shorten up as much as I can. Perfect. <laughs> we I read a book in high school uh called well the book movie is Seven Days in Utopia and uh loved it. Uh, it's a golf book and um wasn't much of a golfer really in high school. I wish I was more now, but you know, that's life. <laughs> we I read I read it. And I love the book. I go back and look at about the author afterward. And he's a sports psychology consultant, sports psychologist, mental performance coach. I don't remember what it's is actually is written in the, in the back, but I thought I didn't know this existed. And um, I want to be a part of it. I want to see if I can, because before that, I maybe thought I want to be a teacher and coach. And uh, that's a passion of mine to stay in sports. Well, I thought this is maybe another way for me to stick in in sports. So I email Dr. Cook, Dr. David Cook's his name. He emails me back right away, says this is what you got to do. And so I um, tried to follow that as best as I could. Could have followed my own sports psychology advice a little bit better in college and high school. But, you know, I'm young. It's it's hard to really think through things by yourself. And And I didn't have much of an outlet to talk to as far as people at the athletic program in this, in the, uh, you know, in athletics, I just, even though they were there, I probably was hesitant to reach out like a lot of people are right now. Right. So I, uh, get the bachelor's in psychology. I get a master's in sports psychology. I get a doctorate in uh, sport and performance psychology and, uh, get this certification that I've wanted to get. Uh, I'm a certified mental performance consultant with uh, the Association for Applied Sports Psychology. So as far as I know, you know, in the sports psychology world, it's as good of a certification as I can get. And I've gotten the highest degree I could, could possibly get. So all that leads me, you know, and while I'm doing this, I'm still, after I got the master's in certification, I started working with MSUB. And all that leads me to uh, doing what I'm doing now. So I get to do that with, I get to meet with individual athletes and teams from MSUB. And then I have a, my own company where I do a lot of other things on the side as well. And um, same exact thing, working with athletes and teams, but I can bring it to a lower uh, level as far as, you know, younger kids, or I can go, you know, to other colleges, that kind of thing. But it uh, it's been very rewarding to be a part of, the, to stick with the journeys of 
uh, athletes in their seasons and um, see their ups and downs and, and help them through that situation. It, I didn't know exactly what I was going to be getting into when I read the book and I decided to go after it. But it's just as rewarding as uh, as it could be as far as far as I see it. I wish I could meet with more people. I wish I could be ingrained in more things. You know, I I I I am always looking for um, for more people to uh, partner with. That's amazing. So, how have you seen? You know, talking about the mental health aspect of things with mm-hmm. being a student athlete. How have you seen that they've gotten better than where they were even when you were in college? I think the biggest thing that's happened uh, in the last 10 years since I was in college is the uh, the willingness for professional athletes and uh, people with a lot of visibility. They, they want to talk about these types of things now, whereas maybe in the past that they didn't. Maybe it was a, it's a sports culture thing. Who knows, right? But uh, I think that that's opened a lot of doors for people. There, there are so many more doors to open, though. I mean, we, uh, we're only scratching the surface of this in Montana, to be honest with you. As far as uh, athlete mental health, mental health in general, um, we're having the, the Montana Football Hall of Fame at the end of June is having, you know, the, before their induction ceremony. And I'm very very thankful to be a part of this and gracious to everyone that asked me to do it but there's a long list of of speakers and individuals and things that that we're going to be doing at the mental health symposium uh, the speak up symposium before that induction ceremony where um there's going to be a lot of value in that and that's one of those things that takes the next step how do we talk about this and then how do we actually apply it into the community um, I'm hoping we're all hoping that are, you know, all of us that are involved with that, that, uh, event, we're hoping that as many students can come to that as possible, as many coaches, teachers, parents can come to that as possible so that we start spreading the word and getting this into, uh, our Montana sports communities more often. Yes, for sure. You know, and I mean, on top of obviously I've talked to quite a few athletes on here and they've talked about mental health, but you have the athlete aspect of it. And then Montana with our, sometimes you're in rural Montana with colleges. Sometimes you're in cold places when you're not used to it. Mm -hmm. Um, That can lead to depression and different mental health things too. So I am really glad I saw that the Montana football hall of fame is doing that. I'm really glad that they are doing something with it as well. And I'm glad that you're a part. That's awesome. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be it's gonna be a great event. For sure. So for because obviously that is something I think is awesome. You're a part of it. How do people get tickets to that and how do they get involved with that? Um, I, I think they go to their website. Um and I don't want to mess up the name of the of the website, but uh, you know, you could search Montana Football Hall of Fame on Google like everybody does. Yep. And they under their events. They have that listed. You can register and you just have to, you know, enter your name and email and um, they're looking for as many people as possible. This is this is a, you know, free event for people to come to and uh, learn, hopefully, as much as they can. That's great. So my final question for you is a little bit more lighthearted. (laughs) 
you know, you mentioned having Alterowitz gym there jam packed would be an amazing thing for you mm-hmm. and just for the whole MSUB community. How do you think that can happen? Oh man. <laughs> That's the million dollar question. Um well, I guess I've I've had this conversation with a few different people, but it never really comes to much of an answer. Um I think it comes down to community support um and and taking people taking their kids back to the games back Mm -hmm. to to watching basketball again uh you know when i was a kid we went to all we went to everything we went to all that we could and because there is no greater teacher i mean i don't know maybe there there is greater teachers but there sport can be such a good teacher of uh character and communication and values i mean a lot of what i'm doing even though it's on the performance side is making trying to make this community this sports culture that i've grown up in even better than it's been for me mm-hmm. and give an experience to younger kids my kids that will grow up and be a part of the billing sports community i'm not going anywhere you know we're we're going to make this as good as we possibly can so that my kids and their friends and and everyone around them can have a good experience. No one quits sports. Everyone plays as many as they can and has a good time with it. And then they teach their kids because they'll be coaches someday. You know, it's all in a cycle of making things better and allowing sports to hang around. So MSUB and going to those games and Rocky for for that matter too, attending all that kind of stuff. Um, And then, you know, they have events for, they have things for kids. They have uh, lots of things that they do throughout the year. It's the, it's on, uh, it's on us as a community to go out and support, in my opinion. For sure. And, you know, that's why I, I'm trying to use this. I was talking to, uh, Baysmore today and I was saying, you know, all the coaches and stuff, I, I want to get them on more so I can get the word more out about MSUB. I've been trying to ingrain myself more. So, Good. And yeah, we need it. Every, every person that's in the stands is, uh, is better than someone that's not there. (laughs) Exactly. For sure. For sure. Well, Hey Danny, I want to thank you so much for coming on and talking to me about your playing days. And then now what you're doing at MSUB and with the Montana football hall of fame, I think all of that is so cool. So thank you so much for coming on and telling us about you. Thanks. I, well, I appreciate uh, what you do as well, letting people tell their stories. It's uh, it's good for sports. Yes, it's for sure. For, our community. for sure. Have a great rest of your day, Danny. You too. Hey guys, Mitch here with Wide Left Sports. And do I have a company I would love to highlight for you? It's called Big Sky Customs. They make lifelike figurines of your playing days, which I think is awesome because every single person, once they're done with their playing days, they miss it. And um, how cool would it be to have a lifelike figurine to commemorate that? And I mean, Rob goes down to the very minute details about it. It's awesome. And the best part is it's out of Montana. Um, So yeah, if you want to get one ordered, just go to his Facebook page, Big Sky Customs and start a conversation with him about it. And hopefully you enjoy your lifelike figurine from Big Sky Customs.